welcome to Those Catholic Shrinks, the podcast about mind, body, and spirit. I'm Lisa. And I'm Regina. We're two Catholic therapists following the call of Jesus in our vocations and in our profession. So put the kettle on, grab your favorite tea, and let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We have an exciting show for you today. We're just going to talk about connecting, strengthening relationships. Love it. Yes. Yes. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. Lisa, what are you drinking? So I eschewed tea today because it's cold out. Well, I feel like you can have tea when it's cold out too. <laughs> but I just like, I really like black coffee. And something more hearty. Yeah. So I'm having straight black coffee, but I'm having it from this cute little like local coffee shop across the street called mm-hmm. Craft and Common. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm, it's like really, really, you know how you're like, Oh, it's just black coffee. Like I make coffee at home. How can it can't be much better? It's right. much better. <laughs> it's significantly better. I'm also going to be wired all day long. Right. But it is. It's really, really good. They hand picked and roasted the beans in front of you. <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> what about you? So I am drinking a craft and common mm. drink as well, but decaf version. Mm. I know. Caffeine lovers don't understand me, but um, it's okay. It's okay. I can just pretend as I drink my what drink they're called. It's called the Dunes. Mm. It's got decaf espresso, <laughs> condensed milk, <laughs> ooh, orange peel, ooh, and cinnamon. Oh, that sounds lovely. So it's perfect for this time of year. Yeah, and it's not too sweet. A little sweet, but mm. really good. Well, I feel it's like the treat. espresso and that um condensed milk like set each other off really mm-hmm. nicely yeah <laughs> i feel like you should be like sitting in a leather armchair near a fire <laughs> drinking that <laughs> so if we ever turn this into a video show we can have a set with a fireplace and uh, leather those of you listening at home cozy up to your <laughs> cozy up in your leather armchair in your fireplace and hey it was 50 something this morning so strangely appropriate in florida for this time of year yeah and better yet, cozy up with your loved one as we talk about mm, connecting. Excellent. With, this is with nice our segue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I'm super excited about this topic. Um, we are talking about, it comes from our favorite relationship guru. Yes. Gurus, the Gottmans. The Gottmans. We talk about them so much. We love you. John um, and Julie Gottman. Please, if you're listening. <laughs> So they have this concept called um, bids for connection or turning towards your partner. They're both kind of part and parcel of this fun little dynamic in relationships. And again, they are, this is um, the Gottmans are relationship experts, if you haven't heard us talk about them before. Um, and they've been studying relationships for, golly, decades, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very scientific method oriented. So they have lots of numbers to support their kind of findings. And so they had recently done a study with newlyweds and they followed up with these newlyweds six years later. And they were looking at the newlyweds who remained married versus those who um, became divorced, unfortunately. And what they found was that there was a skill that the couples that remained married used a lot that Mm. the couples who didn't remain married, they didn't use. Mm. Um, And what was so interesting was that the partners who stayed married used this skill of turning towards their partner 86% of the time. Ooh. 
And the couples who got divorced turned towards their partner only 33% of the time. Mm. If you look at that difference, like that's a huge difference. And when you're in this kind of scientific community and you're doing research, those kinds of numbers are really, really exciting because they basically say, yep, you're on the right track. What you're talking about is right. This isn't just correlative. Right. That this is really impacting the relationship. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that because, and honestly, you don't, it doesn't even, this isn't even just about romantic relationships because this happens in friendships too. Absolutely. It can happen in parent-child relationships. Now, you're going to see most of it in a romantic relationship, but this is totally a skill transferable to any relationship. Even in work relationships, you'll see it. Maybe not to the level, same level as in romantic relationships. So I think it's super important whether you're married in a relationship or not. So first we have to kind of explain some of these terms, right? So bids for connection. So you can't have this skill of turning towards your partner until you understand what a bid for connection is. Um, So quick definition, a bid for connection is any attempt from a partner for attention, affirmation, affection, or any form of positive connection. Basically, it's when you're doing or saying something and you want to connect with your partner. And these kinds of things can be simple or complex. So simple could be something like from across the room, like your partner winks at you Mm -hmm. or like you're in the kitchen and all of a sudden they lean in and just touch their shoulder to yours or you do that for them. So those are simple ones Um, or putting their, their hand on your back. So these are like nonverbal ones. This can be nonverbal. It could be verbal. Some more complex ones could be something like asking for advice on something. That's a bid for connection. Right. It could be asking for a favor, even if it seems like a silly favor. So, like, you're both sitting at, like, the same table and, like, the salt shaker is within reach. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, can you pass me the salt shaker? Right. That could be a bid for connection. And I feel like I remember one that Gottman talked about Mm. of in one of his research studies, the, the love lab, as he called it, where they would observe couples <laughs> mm-hmm. under camera watch and, you know, hooked up to monitors and all those things. I think there was a moment where, but one of the spouses said something like, hey, look at that boat. Cause I guess the love lab was kind of looking out over this Harbor or mm. something. And she just said, look at that boat. And the husband was just reading the newspaper, mm. never once looked up from the paper mm. to acknowledge and say, Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's, you know, that's really nice or anything. He just sort of said, uh, mm-hmm, and kept reading, never looked up. And so mm. that's a bit, a more complex bit, I would say. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Because we also talk about, um, this is kind of getting ahead of myself, but that's okay, talking about the difference between the text of a of a mm. bid versus the subtext of a bid. Right, right. Yeah, so that's a perfect example of, like, the text of the bid is, like, here's a boat versus the subtext is, like, I would really like to connect with you right now. Mm-hmm. I want you to see the same thing that I am and be excited about the same thing that I am. Subtext right. of the bid. Right. And it is like, it, it can honestly be anything. That's why it's a little squirrely at first to try to describe what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as soon as you start to see it, like and your eyes are open to it, you're like, Oh my gosh, there's bids for connection everywhere right. because we are such relational beings. Like we want connection. We're built for connection. We're, I mean, if we understand that we are created in the image and likeness of God, right? The Trinity itself is constant connection. Right. You know, we're built for constant connection. Right. Um, so once your eyes are open to them, you see these bids everywhere. Right. 
And they don't require, that's the other nice thing, is they don't require complex responses all the time. Right. So in that scenario with the boat, it could have just been, puts the paper down, looks up and is like, oh yeah, that's a cool boat. And then just goes right back to reading the paper. Exactly. Huge difference. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to like recite a poem on boats. (laughs) Right. It really can be just that quick. Or like, you know, partner puts their hand on your back and like, instead of like turning away and walking off, like you just kind of lean in real quick and you're done. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're like microseconds. The responses can be. Maybe giving some examples of small bids, I think can be helpful. Perfect example is like one of the bids might be paying it like exactly what you're talking about, paying attention to what I say. So Mm -hmm. something along the lines of, oh, my gosh, did you see that boat? Did you see that dog that just walked by? Um, Or something like, oh, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. That's a bid for connection. Um, Showing interest. So asking for the partner to show interest in your accomplishments or interests. So this might be something like, oh, how are the cookies that I made yesterday? Mm -hmm. Like that's asking for. Like, for you to acknowledge, like, oh, yeah, you did a great job with that. Um, Or, like, what do you think of this, like, fun little doodle I just made? Right. And, again, these aren't, like, it's not like you have to wait until they've made some huge promotion at work. It's, like, small accomplishments. We still want that connection. Right. I would think with, like, girlfriends or male friends, too, any type (laughs) of friend situation, Mm. you know, you have those moments where you want to tell someone, oh, my gosh, I ran into... I had to talk to so-and-so at work today and everyone is aghast. <gasps> How did it go? Right? <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> that's a bid for connection, right? I can't yeah. wait to tell you about and then the other person responding to mm, that. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. This is one of my favorite ones that I think gets overlooked a lot. Help me de-stress. So something like, oh my gosh, I've been cooking all day. I'm so tired. Yeah. So just like, some your partner just randomly saying that kind of out of context mm-hmm. that's a bid for connection they want you to respond and that's a perfect example to show the difference between text and subtext right so there's two ways that you could respond to that and in, in a turning towards like you could say like yeah i did i saw you work like in the kitchen all day that is an absolute turning towards and um it is connecting with that bid but it's connecting and not but and it's connecting with the text of the bid you could also connect to the subtext of that bid by saying like, yeah, you have been cooking in the kitchen all day. Do you need, what can I do to help you? What can I do to right. help you relax after doing all that work? Right. Because the subtext of the bid is, I really need your help to de-stress. It's been a long day. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily hear that in the spoken words. So right. they can be complex, but don't worry. <laughs> like, right. As you build your skill in, in bids and turning towards, you start to read the subtext a lot easier you don't have to do it right away one of the things I like to say when I work with couples is look thinking about you know what's under the surface right Mm. so at the surface we say the one official thing so that's what you're saying with the text yeah versus subtext but what are we really saying underneath that statement Mm. there's something more there that we're really trying to express yeah that isn't always getting through and so when you can be attuned to your partner enough to Mm -hmm. want to hear what's under the surface. Yeah. You're not losing out on those opportunities for connection. Oh, I love and that. And connecting more deeply. And seeing them that way as opportunities. Mm-hmm. Not as like, oh my gosh, this is one more thing that I have to do. But like, no, this is an opportunity to love your partner in a different way. In a deeper way. Right. In mm-hmm. a deeper way. 
actually, and that makes me think of like the, the next little example. So the next little example is like problem solving. So something like I need to pick up the kids, but I also have to drop off this package by two. Right. Which I think a lot of the time people can see that and say like, oh my gosh, this person is just complaining. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Get under the surface. Right. And what is that? You're my partner. And I'm saying this and I'm hoping that you'll turn towards me and offer to help. <laughs> right. Right. In other words, I'm feeling busy and overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I need some help to figure out how to accomplish the next tasks yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So finishing up on bids for connection real quick. So one of the keys here is that it's what's most important. I think this is the linchpin of this is that you have to be aware that the bid is happening. Mm. So learning how to pay attention for like, that's a bid, that's a bid, either the person saying it to you or recognizing that you're making a bid for connection. Right. Cause I think sometimes we're not even aware that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so making that awareness twofold because that'll come up later. Understanding the difference between the text of a bid and a subtext, but not getting too caught up in that because no matter what, as long as you're turning towards the bid, it's good. Right. And I think this is important too, is that both partners need to be committed to making bids. Mm-hmm. So if only one person is making bids, this is lopsided. Right. You know, and there's going to be complications that come with that. And, and this is what I really love. So this is like perfect for like Andy and I. Which is that when you're first learning this skill, it's okay to call it out for what it is. So that's why I was saying, like, important to be aware of when you're making a bid. So I'm trying to think of a recent example with, like, Andy and I. Because <laughs> we have kids. So that's always going to be my example, I feel like, for right now in this season of life. We'll be home. And Jimmy and Joey, right now, I call it, like, moths to a flame. Like, okay. they gravitate towards me (laughs) and I just because they're three in one so I get exhausted and I get overwhelmed and I'll say something along the lines of like oh my gosh things are like this is really crazy and hectic right now and so me saying that is a bid for connection right that's the kind of asking for help Mm -hmm. bid and so sometimes Andy is just off in la la land which is fine like that's part of his personality (laughs) and he won't respond to the bid and so it's okay for me to say to him hey Andy that was a bid for connection. Right. And he actually, he's really grateful when I do that. Because he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I missed it. Mm-hmm. And then he reviews it in his mind. She's really tight. Do you need a minute? Mm. And so then he's able to turn towards me. Wow. And not expecting him to be a mind reader. So what I love in that is that you taking that initiative, you being willing to be a little vulnerable mm. instead of, like you said, instead of expecting him to read your mind basically prevented some conflict between the two of you and some tension because if you had held on to that and yeah felt like you made a bid but he ignored you oh he did you know why is he ignoring me he's not a good husband you know all the kind of thoughts we can think in our minds when we have a bid that's missed yes yeah <laughs> but because you took that initiative to mm-hmm. say hey um hello <laughs> <laughs> that was a bid for connection and I literally phrase it that way Hey, that was a bid for connection, friend. Right. Mm -hmm. That allowed you to still connect. Yes. Yep. As opposed to feeling separated and apart and, you Mm -hmm. know, not cared for. Yeah. And it helps him to learn what my bids are. Mm -hmm. Because then he just stores that away. Like, okay, when Lisa says things like that, she's asking for me to connect. Because I think it's important for us to realize, too, like, I can see everything in my own brain. I know I can't see everything in everybody else's, and I miss bids for connection. Right. 
you know? So, of course, I can't expect Andy to be perfect. So he's going to miss them. Right. And my hope would be if I missed one of his bids that he would let me know kindly and charitably. And so doing the same in the opposite direction. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about missing a bid, that's essentially what Gottman calls turning away. Mm. So when we talk about turning towards versus turning away from our partner or anyone that we're in a relationship with. So when you miss that bid, when you miss that opportunity to connect, a lot of the times it's usually unintentional, just like you said. Exactly. Andy had no idea that he even Mm -hmm. missed it, right? (laughs) He's not plotting in a corner of thinking about how to hurt you all day long, right? And so uh, most of the time we all just unintentionally miss those moments when our friends or our partner or whoever we're in a relationship with is trying to come in touch with us. Mm -hmm. And so being vigilant about that and being aware of, is this a bid? Mm -hmm. Am I turning away? Yep. Right. And the contrary to to that, turning towards means you're paying attention. Yeah. What are those areas where I need to start, where I can turn towards my partner more? And in the Mm. beginning, I think it's going to feel really like a lot of work and kind of not natural. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Because I think even taking that step to say, hey, I'm making a bid is not natural conversation. Mm. But the point is, if you want to deepen your connection in your relationships, we have to take that extra step towards Mm. Um, just the status quo is not usually satisfactory. So starting with recognizing the bid and allows you to have that door open for a response. Mm. And I think the more that you pay attention and respond, the more you'll be able to pick up on when those opportunities are, Mm. when those bids for what's below the surface come come about. So I think it become more natural over time. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like when, because when you realize like, oh, that was a bid. It's not like you're like, ah, I don't want to respond to that. Most of the time it's like, oh, no, you we want to respond. Right. Like there's a natural desire and a tendency to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to respond to that. So usually the response is, the lack of a response is just complete unawareness. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as like, that's why I love it, like it's leaving the door open. Like awareness opens the door because then the light comes in. And you're like, oh, I'm gravitating towards that. Right. And like it almost is automatic. Right. And I think that statistic you shared in the beginning is staggering. About Mm. 86% of couples who stay married Mm -hmm. turn towards their partners 86% of the time. And those who are divorced only turn towards 33% of the time. And so as trivial as it sounds, it's clearly not trivial. It's Uh really in those everyday little moments, Mm -hmm. like, okay, who cares if I look up from the newspaper to look at a boat or a dog? Like, yeah, yeah, your partner cares. (laughs) (laughs) Deeply. It really matters because Mm -hmm. it's more than just talking about a boat or a dog. Mm -hmm. It's deepening your relationship. And being seen. Being seen Mm -hmm. and heard. And so I think... Part of the way that you can sort of start recognizing how to turn towards a little bit more is maybe asking yourself some questions like mm. how how do you prefer to make bids? Mm. Are you, you can start paying attention to, am I making a bid right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I so frustrated? Why am I feeling resentful? Mm. Because I feel like I'm constantly 
attempting to connect with my partner and and it's not being reciprocated, I'm feeling ignored, right? So you can start picking up on those moments where you're starting to feel a little resentment Mm. and see if that's a potential area where you frequently make a bid Mm. and it's not being reciprocated. And then thinking about your partner too or your friend or coworkers is there a way that they typically tend to make mm-hmm. bids? And mm-hmm. I think each of you can be doing that differently. Yeah. Right? So someone's interest might be talking about the game or something that <laughs> happened at work or Star Wars or just uh-huh. something that you could completely have no interest in. Um, knitting. I don't know what it might be. <laughs> and to But again, to be attuned to that moment of what's Mm -hmm. interesting to the person you love and being able to see what's below the surface of they're sharing a part of their life with you Mm -hmm. and they're excited. And can you share in that excitement with them? Mm. Right. And so the more we can pay attention to, okay, what are the ways I like to have ask for bids? What are the way my the people in my life ask for bids for connection? Mm -hmm. Um, And how good am I? How good am I at recognizing those subtexts and those conversations. Am I good at recognizing what's below the surface? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just made me think like, so I'm literally thinking this as you're talking, (laughs) which is like, I'm like, Oh, I'm really good at, at like catching Andy's bids for connection, but I'm realizing this is like super obnoxious. I don't want him to hear this podcast, Um, (laughs) which is anytime he talks about football or is telling me about like the news for FSU's like, coach like search or whatever like mm-hmm. he's bidding for connection oh yes and i don't want to <laughs> talk about football <laughs> so i'm like oh i'm always turning towards but i might need to grow in that area a little bit because i'm realizing like oh my gosh that's exactly what he's doing and i'm like football's boring whatever <laughs> but like yeah okay that's probably where he's bidding for connection. And like my tendency when he's bidding, when it comes to sports is to turn away. Mm-hmm. That's really annoying. He, Andy's not allowed <laughs> to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think one way to think about it too is what does it feel like when my partner turns towards me? Mm. Right. When you do have those moments of connection, then you might be feel a little more motivated, perhaps, to try it, give yeah. it a try on their behalf. <laughs> like, OK, I guess I see why it might be worth it. Uh huh. Um, and thinking about how you can get better at turning towards mm-hmm. because we want you guys to be not only part of the 86 percent, we want you to be a part of the 100 percent. Yeah. Uh, we all want to be a part of that 100 <laughs> percent. Right. Um, and I think it's a growing process. And mm-hmm. that's the beautiful part as you grow in virtue. Mm. Um, this can be a great way to, again, just die to self and be more loving mm-hmm. and more charitable to the people that God has placed in your life. Yeah. And what I love about it, too, is like, and I'm sure you get this a lot, which is like when people are asking, like, well, what can I do right now to improve my relationship? This. Yes. Like you you don't have to change really much of anything other than just how you respond. Like you are in complete control mm-hmm. of being able to do this. Absolutely. Like anytime you see a bid. And that's the other cool thing too that I don't know if we talked about, which is like when you miss bids, the other person tends to ask for bids less and less. Mm. But the reverse is true too. Right. When you respond to a bid, a person is more and more likely to make bids for connection, which means you get to connect with your partner 
more. Mm. And so like you can kind of even make it like a fun little experiment. Like I'm going to do this with Andy actually, <laughs> which is like next time he says something about football, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to respond <laughs> and see what he says, which this could be, I could be shooting myself in the foot here because then he might want to talk to me about football more. <laughs> um, but you'll be so connected. But we'll be so connected. <laughs> You'll be so close. It'll be the best marriage ever. (laughs) I love it. Um, But that's something that you can do immediately. And it doesn't require really much of anything other than increasing your awareness Mm -hmm. and then intentionally choosing how you're going to respond. Exactly. It's a portable tool. I love it. Yes. In your pocket. (laughs) Uh, So Gottman's, where would we be without you? Where would we be? Go out there, you guys, and start making some connections. Mm. Oh. Make some bids and respond to those bids. And this totally works with our relationship with God, too. Yes. Oh, mm. my gosh. How has God been making bids? Bids for connection to oh you. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to need to pray on that for a yep. little bit. That's y'all's homework. We're therapists. We love to give homework. <laughs> y'all's homework is to ask yourself, how has God been making a bid for connection for me? Wow. And have I been turning towards or turning away? Gustav hat. Oh my gosh. I love it. All right, friends. See you next time. <laughs> Email us those Catholic drinks at gmail.com. <laughs> Bye. Bye.